All right. So again, this is uh, Carla. Welcome to the MLC One Community Call. Um, so I'm going to pray in, putting my hand on my heart, feeling the, the gratitude, the warmth, the joy, the love that is in all of us. This feeling this opens opens my heart, my mind. We we are here. We're in this call to to practice that, to open to the possible. We're grateful and thankful. We're gathered here to allow ourselves to let the truth arise from within us into our awareness. We release all blocks, judgments, attachments, grievances that limits us and to stay in the darkness and lack and limitation. We bring it, we bring all of them, bring any of them that come up this hour to the light where it is seen without judgment, with love and clarity, and we let them go. And we are healing, we are healing our mind and seeing ourselves as we truly are right now, this hour. We are the love. We are the love that we're interested in seeing in this world. We are love incarnate, perfect, divine love. And we are, we are declaring, no, we are claiming our divinity our divine blueprint right now, this very moment, in this call, we are practicing that. And this time together, this hour, we share our healing. <clears throat> well, actually, always, we share our healing, our growth, our expansion with everyone because we are one. Gratitude, grace, we allow it to be, we accept it as it is, as it is rising, and so it is. Amen. Again, this has been really quiet, so I I don't know what I need to say that to mute yourself if you have background noise, but I'm just going to remind you that. Um, so please, please, again, this is Carla. Well, introduce yourselves and where you're from. I see people coming on the call, but let's start. And now. This is Yadin uh, from Bloomington, Illinois. And Good morning, everyone. This is. Go ahead. Good morning, everyone. This is Lori from San Francisco. Hi, Anand. And who's hosting the call? Thank you for your prayer. It was wonderful. Carla. Hi, Carla. Hi, everyone. Hi, this is Jenny. Lori from Wyoming. Rosalind here from Seattle. I think that may be everybody. There's only about six of us, and it's interesting how there's only a few of us. I mean, I don't know if it's only a few, but there's only six in, so um, how <laughs> already we're walking on each other. So 
but that's okay. Please bring to the conversation whatever arises from within you, whatever comes to your awareness, any any shifts you may have had this week or um, challenges that are coming up or anything. Um, they could be helpful. Um, go ahead and share. Just please share from your heart. Hi, this is Lori. I'll kick it off. Um, this is Lori from San Francisco. It's a beautiful day where I'm living in Pacifica. I'm looking at the Pacific Ocean. It looks like a lake. It is so peaceful and calm, and the sun is out, no clouds in the sky, and it's just amazing. Um, I am so grateful for our community and for Jennifer Hadley for creating the space. I... Um, <clears throat> Last time I was on the call was a while ago because I'm in the process of my a lot of changes, all positive, <laughs> um, and um, because I choose, <laughs> and um, um, I'm in my third move since April, <laughs> and uh, anyway, I uh, am truly settling into. When you move into a new home, and I have, I've owned a condo, I owned my condominium for since 1987, and I lost it in foreclosure after four and a half years in January, and then it got sold in a trustee sale, and I had to move in April. Okay, so that's in a nutshell. So I really haven't moved much, but just once in, since 87 to now, 1987, and so I'm really enjoying the process and the adventure. I'm getting rid of stuff and willing to let go of what does, no longer serves me, uh, l learning to let go of attachment because I have trust and faith that whatever I need will come to me in the perfect time sequence because I am partnered up with God. And what does that mean? I have really diligently been practicing filtering my thoughts. Um, and I love what Jennifer says, Jennifer Hadley says, you know, um, and I'll use my own little words, that, you know, do I want to have smooth sailing in life and have everything that I need come to me in the perfect time sequence and, every, and I'm in synchronicity in everything that I'm doing because I'm following my heart and the purpose that I have um, finally landed in is based on um, Jesus' teaching teaching us in A Course in Miracles that our purpose is to have a peaceful mind and that saving the world, I finally got it this week and I was sharing with Anon that um, I don't have to save the world. That was such a lofty goal for me. You know, I'm like, really, Jesus? You want me to be the salvation of the world? Like, what is, you know, and I wasn't asking what does that mean? I was just like, that just is, like sounds so hard. And and yet, I was reading A Course in Miracles and um, listening to another spiritual teacher, and she was saying that what Jesus means is that it's our mind. And, and all throughout A Course in Miracles, it's teaching that if I, and Jennifer has it in our journals, Masterful Living Course journals, that if I heal, then others heal and 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 Jesus says in a course of miracles that thousands and thousands of tossed minutes and hours and people get healed if I heal and so I'm just responsible for my peace and my self-love and my 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 and then that was kind of thinking that that's hard too because I've spent most of my life in the human condition not worthy not deserving and I don't matter and it's like really so what Jennifer talks about, you know, stop playing small. Well, playing big sounded lofty, <laughs> hard, <laughs> and 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 so now I'm just calling upon the Holy Spirit to help me filter my thoughts so I only listen to the 
as Jesus teaches in A Course in Miracles, there's only two thought systems. So um, in a, in a, in a um, transformational course that I took with Landmark Education, it, they talk about choose. You have, a, you have a choice. Every moment you have a choice. Choose chocolate or vanilla. And that made me crazy because I didn't really understand what they were saying. And if I look at what Jesus teaches, we have two thought systems. So choose your thoughts. Well, my habit has been to follow the default habit pattern of listening to the ego because the ego is loudest and it speaks first. And so every morning that I've been waking up in the past week or so, uh, I'm starting to know. I am practicing daily to go, like if I if I woke up and the TV was on, I'm I'm quick to change the channel if there's a commercial. So if I woke up and the TV was on, like I walk into a room, let's say, and I and I see the TV on. If there's a commercial, I'll mute it. So I'm looking at waking up as, as you know, I'm just making this analogy up right now in the second, because I don't know how else to say it. But literally, I mean, simply put, when I wake up, my mind starts chattering, and I'm like, okay, whatever you're thinking, Lori, put it aside. And Holy Spirit, what do you want me to think? And I've been moving with the Holy Spirit. It's, 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 it's so exciting and amazing, and that's what I wanted to share with you. I finally got what it means, what Jennifer's talking about, partnering with God. Partner up, partner up. And so all of you are my partners, and, and we, I used to say, be my partner in crime. No, be my partner in love. <laughs> so that's what I wanted to share, and thank you for being here so I could share with current with me and I hope it made sense because I'm probably a stream of consciousness but I'm just so excited. Thank you so much. Thanks, Laurie. Yeah, I love it. Thank you. Thanks, Lori. That was really well said. And I felt that that was good. Very good. Thanks, Anon. Thanks, Rosalind. Thanks, Carla. Following on what Lori was just saying about the different voices in our head, um, I've been listening to a different energy and noticing um, how Holy Spirit has, you know, we often hear uh, the still small voice and the ego speaks loud or loudly, but um, I've been noticing a different tone, and that tone has been helping me uh, recognize more quickly uh, the more subtle guidance of what to let go of. Um, and the reason it's it's helping me notice is that it can be, uh, an exaggerated high, like a praise, and now I'll notice that's ego too. Um, the other day, Jennifer had a blog on comparisons, and it was a very, very clear blog. Uh, how yes, we notice when it's when we come up short on the comparison, but at least I can speak for myself. Um, it can slip by me when I'm comparing and I've come out in favor of myself. And I'm really getting more honest and wanting to see that as well. So um, if I put on weight with company, uh, okay, I noticed that. Well, that wasn't Holy Spirit noticing it, but okay, I saw that. And then if I lose the weight, by no diet or or just by eating what Holy Spirit has asked me to eat, even that that energetic high of look at that, oh, they fit better or whatever, oh I, there it goes again, just the flip side of you're not good enough is oh, you're doing great um I think that the joy that Holy Spirit provides by following the guidance is a different kind of, uh, of of joy and a steadiness. At least for me, it's hard to put in words, but it's a steadiness 
that's not that high of doing either better than myself or someone else. Um, and that's not necessary, and, and nor is it helpful. I'm finding for myself. So um, there are all kinds of steps along the way. And when I used to be hating myself so much, it was progress to be saying you're doing great and all of these things. Um, but we get the lessons we need in each phase. And I don't say this is a higher phase. It's just a different phase. And it isn't what I need anymore. I need that just quiet listening and that steadiness, that that is um, truly opening my heart more than the comparisons or the highs. Obviously, the lows don't help, but neither do the highs for me. So that's my share. That's beautiful, Rosalind. Thank you. Speaking. This is Jenny in Ireland. I thought so. <laughs> Hi, Jenny. Hi. Yeah, the comparison thing, um, I've learned a lot about the comparison thing when I used to teach about the chakras. And um, they say that comparison is really actually, um, it's really impossible to compare things that are unique. And so when we try to compare ourselves to others or compare ourselves to ourselves or whatever, we do get a high from that being like, oh, yeah, I beat that particular thing, that number or whatever it is, whatever, whatever, um, what do you call it, uh, mark, like if if you reach a certain point and you go, hey, I, I did that, well, it feels good to do that and I, I can definitely understand that it's important, it has been important for me to be like, you know, yeah, it's like feel like good that I accomplished something, but as soon as I feel like I've accomplish something then it's like okay now I'm back to zero like it, it, you know how how do you how do you accomplish something feel good about it and then move on like what I I don't know what I'm trying to say but um I think that if you can have the joy and jubilation of of whatever it is that you're doing, that's perfectly fine. And at the same time, not to get big-headed about it and and be like, I'm better than so-and-so because I did this thing, you know. Because once we say we're better than so-and-so, then we stop seeing what's good about the other person because that person might have strengths in completely different arenas than us. So we're all very unique. And we are one, so then the sense of uniqueness, that doesn't even come into play. Um, but I think that when it comes to what the Course in Miracles says, talents, it says in the beginning of the Course in Miracles that um, all the talents of the sonship will be used for the sonship eventually. Um, that means that we all do have different talents. We all do have different things that we're good at. And, you know, um, there's nothing wrong with enjoying the fact that we have those talents and feeling good about ourselves for it. Um, there's nothing wrong with feeling good. There's nothing wrong with feeling good. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. There's nothing wrong with feeling good. Um, but comparison can get in as an issue because, you know, if some if, if we say, well, I'm good at this, so I'm better than that person. Then all of a sudden, now I put that person in a box. That the only thing, like let's say I'm good at making scrambled eggs. Then if somebody else isn't good at making scrambled eggs, then now I put them into a box saying that, well, their only worth in life is how good they can make scrambled eggs, <laughs> which is ludicrous. I mean, it's totally ludicrous. Um, 
But I can still be happy. I can make some good scrambled eggs. I mean, I couldn't make them until I learned the recipe. But you know, we all want to. We all we all want to feel like we did everything on our own without learning anything from anybody else. Not we all want to. I I a lot of times want to feel like I just did this all on my own. But the fact of the matter is that without the help of so many people, and you know. That then that's where gratitude comes in. Is like, well, to feel thankful that that help is available and has been available and has been helpful is is a wonderful thing. So there's just it's just such a you just it just it's practice. I I just think a lot of it it comes down to practice, 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 and um, you know, yeah, that's what I have to say about that. Anand, this is Rosalind. Does somebody else want to talk? Yeah, go ahead, Rosalind. Okay. I just wanted to say you make some good points, and I think we can stay with your point about the scrambled eggs. Um, One can be in the present and enjoy the lovely scrambled eggs and even notice that they came out uh, the way you like them and the texture and the joy of making them the way you like them. And then the minute judgment comes in, somebody else doesn't make them as good or you're better than you used to be, or th- those are the energetic shifts where um, it almost becomes a different voice. It becomes a different part of our personality that takes over. Um, but it's, it's Holy Spirit, I think, works in us with us in those very simple present time moments like scrambled eggs you know you were told to make scrambled eggs you had an urge to make scrambled eggs you made the scrambled eggs they tasted good you were hungry now you're satisfied that all feels guided and the minute judgment gets in there even when it's inflated it starts to be trouble in my opinion for me yeah yeah no i agree i agree once judgment comes in then it's kind of like it's 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 not it's not of God at that point. That right. judgment is not of him. No, it's, exactly. it's of it's yeah. It's not of God, and because God does God doesn't care about our scrambled eggs. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe, you know, Holy Spirit may have wanted you to have some protein in that form that morning, but it doesn't care about you being better than anybody or judging it. Um, you may right. have been 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 pushed to have that particular food, and that's fine. It's very quiet, I think. Hmm? Very quiet? It's a very quiet nudge. Like, why did you choose the scrambled eggs? You know, it might be, you might think it was your ego, or was it Holy Spirit that said, scrambled eggs would be good for you this morning? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As far as the urge is concerned, right, right. Somebody else. Hi, everyone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hi. Yeah, this is Alexa. Hi, everyone. I Hi. haven't been around for a while. So Hi, Alexa. Very... Hi, guys. Great to be back here. Um, yeah, I think some, You uh, again, you made some really good points on it. Um, two things kind of came up for me in hearing um, that, and one of them is just really the, you know, when we look at comparison and we think about it, we're in essence, just really enforcing separation any Uh comparison is enforcing something outside that is different and can be compared you know um Uh and so i think when 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 i start to do that or when i see that i'm going oh gosh i didn't do this as good as someone else or as as good as i've I've done it before i start putting the i the me back Uh in control and 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 the per the, the one that's doing it instead of letting holy spirit do it and um, and then the other thing that kind of came up going along those lines for me is then going, oh, wait, what is the purpose of this? Because, you know, if it's, if it's about a me and an I getting what I want or that I should be providing or I should be doing this, is it in function? Is it in my purpose? Is it, is it, is it doing something for the whole? You know, how is this, how is this kind of um, uh, interplaying into the awakening of everyone? versus how is this just serving me, <laughs> you know? 
Um, so that's something I've really been working with a lot lately and just kind of going, oh, wait a minute, is this my agenda? <laughs> or is this the, you know, is this something that can help everyone? Is this something that even, and, and if it is something that it's like, oh, like I just did that really well or that, you know, like that turned out really well. I just did that. It's like, oh, that means that, you know, in me being in my function, I am adding the joy and the light to the world. And that's what's helping everyone else as well, because having my comparative attitude <laughs> is not really going to bring any joy into anyone else's life, I'm pretty sure, or help to the, the whole. So um, so anyway, yeah, just some of my, my thoughts. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Wow, Alexa, this is Lori from San Francisco. That was beautiful. What a great conversation. Um, I... I am practicing not, you know, listening to God versus and how and and you 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 said that um, how is this going to help everyone? What it what it is that I'm thinking, you know, where I want to head? What is it that I'm going to do? Is it going to be helpful for me and for everyone? And um, and I I have been lately. Um, learning sales, um, I mean, I, I already know how to sell at a company, you know, like inside sales. And I'm taking over for a person who's going on vacation and going to be gone for weeks and weeks. Like yesterday was his last day. He's not coming back till November 2nd. And I'm going to be, you know, in there on my own. And I found that his style, I was learning a lot. And I was open to learn and open to listen because I'm there to serve his customers that he's been bringing from company to company for decades, a couple decades. And that's his baby, you know. And so I was listening to the Holy Spirit after work yesterday and I'm driving home and Spirit said, you know, it really means a lot to him. Why don't you send him a weekly report? He said he's going to have though spotty he's going to be in Lebanon he he though spotty he's going to have email and so I texted him and and he was so grateful and that wasn't about me that was about being of service and how can I help the whole and and I was um talking to Anon the other day and and we were saying you know if it doesn't feel good then you're judging with the ego and and I have a visualization mentor that I've had since 1993, and she always used to say, feelings get the blessing, feelings. And I'm like, what the heck does that mean? I'm like, I don't understand. Well, now that I've healed myself in a way that I love myself enough to, to do the things I know to do and be of service and be truly helpful, as Jesus says in the prayer, I'm here only to be truly helpful, then, you know, I can feel how great it feels to be in the flow of the Spirit. And that's what I love about what you said about is it going to serve, you know, others. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's beautiful. That's a perfect example. It's, you know, that's totally not giving to get. That's not, it's just, it was, it sounds like it was just completely inspired because you knew that you were in, yeah, in service and function and that it was helping the whole and that that person would would benefit and and by that you know i'm sure that 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 guy probably left with some feelings of like gosh like you know abandonment even you know people often will have that like i want to do this thing but i'm also leaving this and so it's like you don't even truly feel like you can do that and and in that way that's how you are helping the whole because look how many and then and that's just going to bring joy to when you're working with the customers you know and i, I totally believe that with the um i mean i know that now obviously with, with the the feelings it's yeah, any time we're not in alignment, any time it doesn't feel good, and any time it's not feeling joyous. Um, what did I hear? Um, I, I forgot who said it, but um, they said, um, was it peace is joy at rest and joy is peace at play? <laughs> I think it was David Hoffmeister. Anyway, that I just sounds thought it was like beautiful. David Hoffmeister. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and um, yeah, and I just I love that. It's like if we're not either peaceful or joyful. I mean, there's kind of, <laughs> and all all the other ones that go along with it, happiness and you know, compassionate, et cetera. But it, it you know, if it's not in a peaceful state or at least even in a joyous state, in some way, then then it's something to be looked at, you know, and go, okay, wait a minute, am I putting 
am I putting my own meaning into this right now? Am I putting my own agenda or, you know, or, or that this doesn't feel guided and doesn't feel inspired. So, um, so yeah, anyway, that was beautiful. Thank you. Oh, Alexa. Oh my goodness. You also said something else being that. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's, it's, this is again. It's like, um, you just gave me, I mean, I was feeling good, but you just gave me more to look forward to in and and what 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 it equates to is yes this this gentleman that the salesperson that I'm filling in for um is it does feel better he said you know and he mm. he texts me back and said, "Thank you for being so helpful i appreciate it and 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 what's really interesting is what I got from what you just shared was. I've always been all my whole life wanting to be like Jesus and like what Jennifer Hadley says, live in the love and walk the talk. And mm. now I got it. From your share, it's um, um, a girlfriend of mine, there's a, um, a minister named Rick Warren, and he wrote a book, Purpose Driven Life. And um, a girlfriend gave that to me, I don't know, 15 years ago or something. And I was so grateful that she randomly just gave that to me as a gift out of the clear blue sky, and I read it, but I wasn't ready to embrace being, to be here truly, help, you know, be, I'm here only to be truly helpful, because I wasn't being helpful to myself, I wasn't loving and caring for myself, and now, through what you just shared, and, and your idea of how this man, the salesman probably feels leaving, um, you know, better than, than, than he would have had I not followed spirit to offer to be of service, is now my purpose for what I'm doing isn't about me and how is Lori going to be successful and is she going to be able to make it happen. And I'm not even working full time. I'm working under six hours, five days a week. And that also concerns him because there's not full, you know, 40-hour coverage. (laughs) And I'm like, I can't do it. You know, and they already knew that going in there, but they didn't have anyone else to fill in and I was willing. But you know, now it's not about how can Lori shine. It's I don't care about that. It's his career. I want to make sure that he stays afloat and that the company flourishes. And we're in the middle of the process of moving the entire – it's a hardware store. It's a gigantic hardware store, 138-year-old store <laughs> So in wow. San Francisco. So anyway, thank you, thank you, thank you. Purpose-driven. Now I get the purpose. Now I get <laughs> What it means to be truly helpful. It's not about me, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. That wasn't me. That was spirit talking. So, <laughs> thank you, <laughs> spirit. Thank you for being willing to let the spirit flow through you. <laughs> I had something that I that made me think of something um, that I, I went to my course meeting the other day, and it pulled out this card. Um, and it said something about, I'm going to paraphrase here, um, it said something about how um, when you hear Holy Spirit's voice, it'll be, the answer the Holy Spirit will give will be something in which nobody loses. Uh. So that's, that's one litmus test to go, hey, I mean, it would be awesome to have the idea in which I'm not saying it's wrong at all. In fact, it's very much right that if you have a thought that helps everybody all around right at once and bam, you got that thought, great. I mean, I'm not going against that at all. That's awesome. Um, hey, and on, hey, and on, all for one and one for all. <laughs> all for, what do you mean? The three musketeers, all for one and one uh, for all. Oh, yeah, true, true, true. Yeah, three musketeers. Right, right. So, so my my two cents on this one is that that's the I want to share what I pulled out of that card, um, which is that if you have any doubt whether it's ego or Holy Spirit, uh, that is that that thought that you're getting is just see if anybody loses with that thought. If nobody loses, then it's Holy Spirit. Simple. Nice. Mm. You got to be wary that it it feels good, also, because uh, the ego is very cunning. So you could be I thinking that you're being. I don't know honestly that 
I don't honestly think that so, – I think sometimes, to tell you the honest truth, is that there are times when the Holy Spirit tells me things that don't feel good. And I don't think it's just because it's – I think when I have to the, – the whole truth of the matter is that I have to be willing to look at the darkness uh-huh. in, order for, in order for the light to dispel it. If I don't bring it up, it's just going to linger around in me and it's never, it's never going to give up. It's just going to be there and it's going to come up at, the, at, at, at times when I don't want it. But when I do bring it up and I am in a safe place and I am able to bring it up in a way in which I can release it, then it, I, I don't really have to worry about it coming back as long as I don't have any invest. There's some investment in that um, negativity if I get something out of it because the ego is always looking for what it can get out of stuff. And... Um, I don't know. I'm 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 going into the ego thought system, and I don't want to analyze it, so I'm just going to let that go. Um, but what, I think you're saying something valuable, Anon. When Holy Spirit asks you to look at something, maybe it, it you're in your interpretation, it's dark, but to Holy Spirit, it's just not truth. And so Holy Spirit hmm. wants you to look at it so that you you can, with Holy Spirit, see that. See the release. Let it go. That it isn't you. It isn't the other person. It isn't the judgment. Isn't true, or whatever the nature of it is. And I think at first it may not feel good, but and one doesn't need to analyze. What just needs to partner yeah. up and be willing to see the truth. And the truth feels good, but on the way there, it sometimes does feel uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. And I think that um, I, I'm glad you said that at one point, which is that. It's important to come to the realization that whatever you think was bad was really not bad or anything. It was just not true. And I think that if I can do that, if I can be willing to look at whatever it is that's coming up in my body-mind system and go, is that true? Mm -hmm. Rather than, is that good or bad? Mm -hmm. Is it true? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. So... That's something to, I'm going to write that down. It's like ba- back to basics, but might as well write it down. If you, if you forget one plus one, you probably should learn that again sometime. Mm-hmm. I think we're all in basics every single day. There's mm-hmm. no such yeah, thing yeah. as advanced, I don't think. Yeah. E- ego wants advanced. Yeah, yeah, ego wants advanced. Yeah, when you can't take a step, when you can't walk one step forward, it's better to walk one step forward than walking backwards. <laughs> and you can at least do that. Um, okay, so yeah, it's not not good or bad, right. but true or false. Not good or bad. Right, and not yeah. even ba- not even forward or backwards because that's our ego judging that that was backwards. We don't know what backwards is. You know, we. That's true. Yeah. So true or false? Let's let's true just make it a true or false situation. True or false. <laughs> And with Holy Spirit, and you know that's that's the ticket. I think is inviting Holy yeah. Spirit in because when we do it on yeah. our own, then we're judging and analyzing and scared, scaring the yeah, out of ourselves. When we're scared, when we're afraid, we're going to judge things as mm-hmm. being true that aren't true. Mm-hmm. When we, and that's the the where where we need the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit's going to be like. You know, relax or not relax or whatever, but I don't know if the Holy Spirit's ever told anyone to relax. Yeah, Maybe I think he has. generous I'm... and kind and, and yes. <laughs> when you're frantic, you can't hardly learn a thing. You do need to relax, and I think Holy Spirit yeah. might actually say that, if you could hear that. Some people yeah. hear relax and get more tense, so that's why there's an oh, individual yeah. curriculum for each person. Yeah, <laughs> true, true. Yeah, I want to say that the Holy Spirit tells me to relax all the time. It's one of the most prevalent words I hear from Holy Spirit. <laughs> and you see, Holy Spirit never tells me to relax because if my husband <laughs> ever says relax, I just get really mad. <laughs> so you um, see, we, we get what we need. Individual, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, Anand, you made another good point. I mean, and both of you, um, that's 
the good and the bad is still of the comparison, and that's still mm-hmm. so very ego driven. And, and exactly what you said, it's it's what's true, what's false, what's real, what's not real, and that's comes down to it every time. And and the only reason it seems good or bad is because we're putting all of the meaning that we've ever made onto it. Because what would be good or bad if it was just it? It just is. Everything is completely neutral. Donald Trump is neutral, you know. <laughs> um, snakes are neutral. Any, you know, a hurricane is neutral. But the the meaning we start to put on it and and past association starts to create fear or worry or doubt or joy or extreme like you know like you know just oh elation and you know whatever this is That's great high, this yeah. should never end yeah and so it's that those extremes. And and that that comes from not going like let me see this differently let me see that how can I see this where this is coming from spirit and this is actually being you know guided in that way and just like you said that's exa- the essence of always partnering up it's because I'm gonna just put everything I've ever known or been taught onto this right now and just assume this is you know gonna go this way or this is what this person means I was listening to um a beautiful passage someone I can't remember who it was um last night and it was just every time you meet someone meet them you know brand new if you could do that you know we would have no ills of the world you know we would really truly be awakening if every time including yourself you woke up in the morning and you had no thoughts of who you were ever before and it's you're just fresh and brand new and and you would just allow spirit to show you moment by moment that that newness each single moment um, and, and you can kind of reset and almost do that through your day. It's just kind of going like, all right, this isn't good, this isn't bad, this isn't right or wrong, or this is, you know, it's just, oh, how, you know, how can this be used right now? <laughs> so, um, yeah, some thoughts. Yeah, this is um, Jenny in Ireland, and I had a few experiences like that this week where, or some that are resonating with me from what you're saying, and I I've just started the course in psychotherapy and so we're sitting in groups um with strange like every week we have a group with strangers essentially they're strangers to me uh, we're all strangers to each other and so it's been really fascinating to see you know the first time we came we really did I didn't know anybody and so um I didn't have any preconceptions and uh yeah it's so beautiful I think and I was thinking to myself wow if I could come into this group every week and and like hopefully I can not be if I wasn't judging or I was letting things go then every time I came in I would be seeing everybody afresh and so it's been quite interesting to see how um you know like I thought to myself this is a beautiful place that spirit has given me to practice non-judgment because everyone here is a part of me and I'm a part of them and so you know it's funny because the conversation we're having today I think is similar to my intentions for the day which was to to uh to mm-hmm. you know recognize that I am unity with all of life and then to I intend to to let go of comparisons and so I'm seeing how many comparisons there the first day I was there you know I really was just so grateful to be able to I suppose love the things that people were bringing up about themselves you know someone who was saying that you know I tend to intellectualize things to avoid my feelings I was like oh yeah I do that too you know (laughs) it's like that's probably a part of myself that I've learned to love so that wasn't so difficult for me um Mm. on that occasion but that would have been really difficult before and so I'd say another girl was asking a lot of questions and I find that myself feeling a bit irritated and I was like oh I think I you know I judge the part of myself that wants to ask questions and so yeah it's been really really helpful to see how how all of how I look at myself I suppose by looking at at these different people and what and it's bringing up a lot I felt really really upset last Sunday and I had a great chat with my prayer partner which really helped to shift things because whatever it was I suppose a lot of my judgments then were coming up for healing and something else that you guys are talking about that kind of reminded me then like last weekend I was thinking you know when I got really upset um I didn't really know why I was upset I was just feeling very overwhelmed and because uh, I had had a lot of new experiences I suppose and it was bringing up a lot of different things 
And I was reflecting on, you know, that I feel like it's a fine line between um, suppressing the emotion or letting that, you know, changing your mind, because obviously it's kind of what I'm thinking that's upsetting me. But I feel like it was probably what I had been thinking the previous few days and that had accumulated because I hadn't had space. And so all this upset came up at once. And I think a little bit about what Anand was talking about um, and just letting to look at the, the dark side, to look at the upset. And so I found that having that conversation with my prayer partner then and, and praying kind of allowed me to just feel that be okay with the upset and just let it um let it come out and I realized I was thinking about it later and I was reflecting I was like oh what I did differently was not judge the emotion because Uh. I would have judged the emotion before and then then I would be on the pain train I know it wouldn't be able to go it would take me ages to get off whereas I felt like really what happened was it just shifted and I felt really kind and gentle with myself when I went out in nature and I walked and I really gently and I lay on the ground for a good I don't know half an hour just laying on the grass in the sun and it was so restorative and then by you know Monday I was I felt more um at peace with myself I suppose but I think a huge amount is coming up for me around comparisons at the moment particularly being in a class with lots of different people all coming from different places all being at different you know stages in our journeys and yeah it's been really useful to see the beliefs that I have about myself you know another one that's been coming up which is interesting even this in this conversation and the last time I spoke on the the call I'm noticing that I'm becoming more willing to share but one of my beliefs is that I'm a better I only saw this the other couple of in the last few days this belief that I'm a better listener than I am a speaker kind of like the idea of it's better to give than to receive that was another belief mm-hmm, that I had mm-hmm. and so I was really that's been really useful so I have a lot of you know I was listening to you guys and just feeling very anxious about I, I feel like I have to get over anxiety just to share just to there's this block this block and I guess it's becoming less it's having less of a hold over me because I seem to be able to share more often with less judgment of myself but um and a lot of that's comparison you know I was noticing that I was comparing the lecturers or oh that person speaks really well but that person doesn't and you know which is really my judgments again of how I speak and if I speak now and oh well today I spoke really well but another time I didn't whatever it was I could analyze I suppose um and so just letting all of that go feels very freeing. So, yeah, that's kind of my share. And thank you for holding a beautiful space to do that. Great. Oh, that was great. Thank you. Yeah. And you're really, truly starting to see what the separation is and the lack of the veil. You know, that's exactly what it is that we should all be doing all the time that, oh, this is something in me that I either am acknowledging or that I don't acknowledge because any of the irritations, it's it's just coming from the one mind. It's coming from the reflection. So that's so great that you're seeing that. Yeah, thank you. And And also, I always like to say to remind myself that that good enough, that not good enough feeling called shame grows in the dark. So just by mm-hmm. opening up and saying, I have insecurities about speaking is like a huge willingness to let that belief go because shame does not like to be to grow in the, in the in the light in the open it it just disappears once one is willing to share it so I remind myself of that all the time because it's true for me yeah I think thank you that's that is really useful I feel I was, you know, yeah, there's just seems like a lot is <laughs> up at the moment. And I kind of felt shame, like, leave my body yesterday when I was chatting about something with a friend. You know, it was about, I, was, I went to the dentist yesterday, so it was about my teeth. And my mum had, I asked my mum about um, fillings. I said, oh, did, did anyone in her family have fillings? And she was talking about her parents and, and that they 
Um, it doesn't really matter about their feelings, but what she was, oh, she was, yeah, she was saying that they had problems with their teeth and then she had problems with her teeth. And then I realized that she had put this kind of onto me as a young child when we went to a dentist and the dentist had taken a photo of my teeth for um, braces. And we walked into the room. She didn't just, you know, say this was a previous appointment. And when we came back, um, the she we walked into the room, and my mom was like, "Oh my gosh, look at those, look at those teeth. They're like monkeys' teeth, right?" Mm. And then the the orthodontist came in, and he was like, "Okay, so these are Jenny's teeth." And my mom was just mortified because she just, you know, thought that her own, my my teeth were. She just mm. said to me that my teeth look like monkey's teeth and um yeah and I just realized as I was sharing this that like the shame in my body just felt like it was leaving because I suppose I'd always believed uh-uh. that my I had horrible teeth or that they were you know and it was just it wasn't true it was just something that a memory that I had interpreted as a young child and also I suppose it was my mother's her um her own fears, I suppose, around her teeth, because she would always, she'd still be quite self-conscious of her teeth. And then listening to her talking about her parents' teeth, just thinking like, wow, this is actually an ancestral uh-huh. thing that has been passed down that I took on. That's not mine. And so, yeah, I, I guess I hadn't talked about it for a long time. And just going to the dentist with my friend happened to bring it up and I happened to say it and I could feel the shame just, leave and um yeah so yeah it's it's very I suppose yeah I feel a lot lighter then and I'm realizing that this is my calling this is my time my time is to share and to see to know that you know that's another belief that I don't have anything to say um I don't I don't have anything worth sharing you know this this kind of belief that's not true um so yeah there's a lot up for healing right now and it's quite amazing really tell me your name again this is Lori from san francisco i'm so thrilled that you're from ireland (laughs) this is jenny my name's jenny jenny oh my goodness you know what's really beautiful about your share is i'm here i'm feeling the peace of your realization. Thank you for sharing. And what I want to offer you that you probably already know is once you have those realizations and you know the truth about who you are as God created you to be, um, like someone just said, it 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 just disappears. All of the negative thoughts about yourself just disappear and you will never be the same. You will be as God created you to be and just enjoy. Mm, That's beautiful. Thanks, Laurie. And I love your giggle. I have to tell you the amount of times I've been sitting in the car listening to the community calls. It just brings me so much joy every time I hear you (laughs) laugh. It's just great. I just enjoy it so much. Oh, thank you, Jenny. I had a, I have to say I've been, you know, of course, you know, following our protocol and I'm doing laundry and there's noise in the background, so I've been on mute because I don't want to interrupt your share and, and um, you know, with my background noise. But anyway, when you were talking about going outside and you, you granted yourself like 30 minutes of just laying on the grass, I was just like, she's being like Jesus said be as a child and the children will enter heaven so you are just experiencing heaven on earth <laughs> and I was laughing and giggling then thank you so much <laughs> yeah I think yeah, I'm looking out the window here and it's the the leaves are really turning so when you were talking about oh everything dissolving I was just feeling like you know even just being at one with life is being at one with the seasons and yeah I think perhaps why so much maybe is up for falling away is is also because now is the time yes yeah I love Jennifer's Hadley yes say yes 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 be a yes yes
Yeah, one thing I wanted to bring up that came to mind was that there are a lot of things that, you know, family history and things like that and that come up in my life um, that um, that's sort of as a hindrance kind of thing because it's like my dad has consistently said since I've been very young that um, that our family is very lazy. Says it a lot. That you know we're just lazy, and that's just how it is on my dad's side. We're just we're just lazy. And does he include himself in that? He includes himself in that. Yeah, he includes himself in that, and that's sort of like an excuse for him to not do everything that he needs to do. And um, I sort of like it. Sort of irritates me because then he puts me in that boat too and then I start to believe it too that I'm lazy you know because he, and then and then there's a rebellious side that's like well you know I'm going to show these guys that I'm not lazy because blah 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 because they say I'm lazy so but all all those games those are all egoic games because it's not how God God created me innocent not a rebel not, you know, all these things. Um, hey, Anon, so, this is Lori. Yeah. Hey, Anon, this is Lori. We're like um, three minutes before the end of the call. Would you, can I ask you if you have could have anything be different? What would your prayer be? Oh, my prayer. Um, my, my prayer is that, um, my prayer is that I stay in integrity. That's my prayer. Mm. That's beautiful. Thank you, Lori. Um, so it is. She's right. This is the end of the call. So if there's any uh, and prayer requests, well, I've actually been introducing intentions because <clears throat> that's what a prayer request is: is to support us in our intentions. So um, either one uh, uh, prayer request is, is great if anybody has to offer that up. This is Lori. I my intention for today and beyond to eternity is to be as Jesus invites me to be, like a child, and play in the world with you and everyone. And my prayer is for everyone to uh, to invite everyone to do that too. <laughs> be as children are, wonderful and cu- wonderfully curious and happy. Um, my my intention is. Uh, to uh to really truly be helpful and joyful and to know Christ's consciousness in myself and all of my brothers and sisters. My intention is to know that I am love and that you are love and that we are love. My intention is to be one with all of life. This is Lori from Wyoming, and my intention is to be spiritually energized and vibrant. Mm. Okay, I don't know if that's everybody, but I'm really grateful for everybody's willingness to to go with the intention idea. I love that. <laughs> I really love that. It's, it seems to me I'm a really, um, I don't know, it just feels, feels great to me. So I'm going to pray out. <sighs> wow. So grateful and thankful to open our hearts and minds to the healing power of love, love in this call, love in our thoughts and actions in this world. 
and the activity of love becoming our life. We are grateful for everything just as it is. We are curious, curious and grateful, thankful for all the teachers, known and unknown, felt and not felt, seen and not seen, heard and not heard, recognized and unrecognized. All the teachers of life supporting us and assisting us and remembering the truth that sets us free, the truth of who we are. And I heard that in, in all this conversation, that is what we're doing. We are consciously choosing to allow our healing and share the benefits with everyone because we are one with them. In grace and gratitude, we let it be. We allow the healing to be, and so it is. Amen. 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 Thank you, Carla. And thank you. Thanks, Carla. Mm-hmm. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. Bye, everyone. Thank you, everyone. Bye. Bye, everyone. Have a great week. Yes, you too. Bye. You Thanks, too. Carla. Thanks, mm-hmm. everyone. Blessings and love. Mm-hmm.